Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Kenz as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or Mac and Kenz your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, For The Girl fam. Um, We are so excited for today's episode um, I got a special guest here, the my one and only love of life, Josh Durham. He is my husband of like almost two years, like a year and a half maybe. But Josh, would you would you want to say hi? Howdy, howdy. Be sure you're talking. Into- okay, I'm not used to this podcasting life. Yeah, except he does podcast himself actually. Fun fact is I actually kind of like totally liked you, started to like you. Because of a podcast you were on. What was the podcast? I don't even remember. It was like about your e-commerce business. (laughs) (laughs) I was on a road trip with a friend and we were like, should we listen to I have been on a couple podcasts. I just don't have my own podcast. Yes, that's right. I'm on some other people's podcasts. Yeah. So I don't know how to What do you talk about? All all the equipment. So what do you talk about on your podcast though? Remember, you got to... Get up to the mic. Oh, right up to the mic. Um, the things I talk about on my podcasts are usually about how I failed big time when I was like 23, and then how I'm rebuilding from that. <laughs> that is <laughs> and, so big. You and mean, we like, talk failed about in oh, failed in business. I failed at a business, and so I share my learnings from that. And then what else do I talk about? I talk about marketing. I talk about sales. Let's talk about scaling companies. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Working with influencers. um, You know, it's really funny. I don't think I told you this, but on the For the Girl Tour, we had a quiz that was like, find out if you're more like Mac or more like Ken's. And one of the questions that was defining on the quiz was, are you into entrepreneurs or are you into sporty boys? And Mac always says that that's like a dead like giveaway that they're gonna choose sporty boys over entrepreneurs but i feel like entrepreneurs are the vibe i don't know why i'm telling you this but why and why are those two separate ones like why can't you be sporty and oh, entrepreneurial do you feel like you are yeah of course oh tell us about your athletic abilities well you're talking to someone that ran track in college, not That's the flex. That's true. Well, he did run track at Just Shibeka kidding. My, University. My uh, track he career was pretty, was pretty sad, honestly. But I will say <laughs> <laughs> that for someone that's a track athlete, I can hoop. I'm like, I would say that like I'm an above average hooper at your local community oh, center. No, you got to stay humble on the floor. I said go. above average. That's okay. not that braggadocious. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, big word. Big I'm word. just confident in my athletic abilities. That's good. As well as my entrepreneurial abilities. It's but a deadly combo. But even still, I think I like the entrepreneurial side the best. I don't know. Anyways, um, are you excited to be on the For the Girl podcast? Pretty excited. Do you know what we're talking about today? I do. It's kind of weird to rehash this. Okay, we are talking to the girls that are going through a breakup, or even I feel like we're talking to some women who might be like considering a breakup, so maybe like kind of know they should break up with him, but don't have the courage to do it, or just feel like super stuck and lonely. So both Josh and I have gone through really big breakups previous to meeting each other, so mm-hmm. that's why Josh is on here. Fun times. <laughs> yeah. Fun Been through the ringer. 
Yeah. Okay, Heart we're, we're going to hold broken. That. We're going to wait a little bit. That was it. just a precursor. That was a precursor. Good job. Look, you know how to podcast. I'm a natural. Um, you are natural. <laughs> but you only said you were pretty excited. You're not like really. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, like breakups are tough. I mean, it's not fun to talk about yeah. breakups, right? I was pleasantly surprised how willing you were to record this, though. I will say, you guys, I was, like, really thinking it might not ever happen. So this is, like, feels like a win here. Just happy to be here. <laughs> He's happy to be here. Um, Just quickly before we get in the episode, tell them just, like, two, like, super cool fun facts about you. Like, actually cool fun facts. One. Number one cool fun fact. Really love to cook on my Traeger grill. Wow. Yes. Very excited about it. Got one this year. So many girls can relate been right put, now. Yes. I've been making ribs <laughs> and uh, what else? Tuna, chicken, okay. you name the meat. Another fun fact. Second fun fact about me is that I am a big camper. We, we bought a camper <laughs> last year and we're planning a fun trip. Would you actually say you summer. are a camper though? Uh, How many times have you camped outdoors? <laughs> At least seven to eight times okay that's pretty good i said that's pretty high but yeah i think it's through repetition this is a, this is a word for somebody through repetition <laughs> that becomes your identity <laughs> so yes. now i'm a camper i love that about you um okay tell us how much you love jesus so yeah do you love jesus <laughs> he changed my life <laughs> don't know what to say more than that <laughs> okay that was a weird question you- i love jesus i mean is there an amount I mean, of course there's <laughs> so much. Sweet. Guys, you'll hear a little really bit put more. Me on the spot. You'll hear more of your heart, your love for God throughout this podcast. But you guys, we are super excited to dive into this conversation. Well, super might be a stretch. Josh is only pretty excited. But I am excited because I look back on my life and my dating history and truly I feel like these moments, like these breakups in those seasons were so growing, so pivotal and set me up um, for so much in life, so much more in life. So I'm excited to speak into the season for you and hopefully our stories just shine light on your situation as well. So we're super excited to jump in. We will talk to you in a second. Hey, For the Girl fam, it's Ken's here. If you love this podcast, could you please, please leave us a little review? Seriously, Mac and I love scrolling through them and realizing that actual humans uh, listen to the podcast and actually love it. It's so encouraging for us. And not only that, and even more importantly, it helps them, this podcast, go on the top of the charts, which we could care less about other than the fact that it can be in the hands of so many more women that might need some encouragement and empowerment in their faith. So do us a favor, leave a little review, and you better bet we'll be seeing it. Okay, you guys, we are ready to jump in. Josh is more excited now. I give him a little pop-up talk, and he's ready to go. Right, babe? So excited. Oh, yes. Okay, well, we thought we would start off this episode by just sharing a little bit of our dating history or whatever, just so you guys... um, just so you just so you understand that we truly are qualified for this conversation. <laughs> dating <laughs> <No>. pros. <laughs> yeah. Dating pros. Um, no. 
or not since we're talking about breakups. But we did want to just share a little bit more of just like who we dated and what breakups looked like before we met each other. So, Josh, would you uh, just want to share first? I mean, do you really want me to share first? Yes, please. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I guess my – this is include our dating history? Um, no, just talk about your main like breakup. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Well, actually, just quickly give him a glimpse of your first kiss. No, not the first kiss. You guys, I'll tell you, he <laughs> the, his first kiss um, had an anxiety attack, and I, that's the effect I have on people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how good of a kisser I am. Isn't that right, babe? That is right, babe. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess my dating history. Yeah, so I. I guess I kind of had one super long relationship that kind of started at the end of college. Or, sorry, at the end of high school. Wow, throwback. And, yeah, and then that relationship went into college. And so I basically dated that girl for about three, three and a half years. So it was like a really long relationship. Kind of had always thought that it was going to end up in marriage. I think just like through my own naive youth um and yeah just through that relationship kind of learned a lot about myself but really i feel like i learned more about through the breakup so you know after three years i actually got cheated on it was really sad i was you know it was pretty heartbreaking uh it was like in the middle towards the end of college and yeah i feel like a big part of me kind of had my identity wrapped up in that relationship for sure i feel like I, I had a lot of security based in that relationship and so when that was taken away i think that was like really tough and yeah. so yeah i don't know i don't know how much more in detail you want to no, go from good. that but it was a yeah tough season yeah that's so good well we want to talk more about just even like the actual breakup moment in the conversation because sometimes that can be the like hardest part um but yeah that's good so crazy three years and I mean I do think that there's probably women listening to this who are like in a breakup because of cheating and so um gosh that's just so hard and definitely like takes a stab at your identity so I want to hear more about that from you and how you rebuilt that but just quickly, um, on my side of things, I, I feel like everybody, it's so funny, I feel like I talk about this story just like literally all the time, but just this breakup story because it's because it was such a huge part of my story, it became such a huge part of my story and it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever gone through, but I dated a guy all the way through college and then the, a year after college, so right about that time where all of your friends are getting engaged and married, I was considering breaking up with a guy that had been five years. So it felt like my whole life, it felt like the last five years, honestly, were just like a complete waste that I was losing everything. I was so scared of breaking up with him because I felt like I was going to lose all my friends. Like I was like, what am I going to do with my time on the weekends? (laughs) Like, will I ever meet anybody else? Mm-hmm. Um, I just lost so much, so many years that I could have been meeting other people. So just so much there. So I was so fearful to end the thing and 
eventually got the courage to do so. It literally took me like eight months, though, to actually like have the have the conversation and break it off. It's a long time. I know, <laughs> so long. I wish I had done it sooner, but I just couldn't because it was like so scary. Mm-hmm. I knew he wasn't right for me, but it was like so scary to end it and let go of everything that we had built. So, anyway, same thing. I thought I was going to marry him the whole nine yards, um, and then of course we ended up breaking up and yeah that's kind of and then had to I guess I was single for like two years before I met you after that mm-hmm. um which I was so grateful for that season but yeah we just wanted to speak a little bit more into into just how this feels and what it's like to go through um a breakup I definitely wanted to cur- encourage anybody listening to this podcast that's like Maybe you are not going through a breakup yet, but you kind of know you need to break it off with the guy like I kind of did. And I just want to speak into that, too, because, um, yeah, I think that um, if you're really seriously considering it, it probably just means that you need to do it. So (laughs) hopefully this conversation empowers you in that. But we wanted to speak to probably like, I guess, three different things um, that were top of mind um, that we learned from from breakup. So, Josh, you want to start us off with the first one? Sure. So, wait, what am I doing? Okay. <laughs> wait, maybe I should start us off because yeah, this is more prevalent it. to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you took eight months to have this conversation. It, it yeah. should have been good. <laughs> I know. Okay, so my first thing that I just wanted to say to all of this is that honestly, when it comes to breakups, it often feels like the conversation, like the actual conversation is actually the hardest part and post the conversation you'll actually I think most people in a way experience some relief so either if that was if it's you who are like you're the one breaking up with the person or maybe or either way if they're the one breaking up with you the conversation oh my gosh it's so brutal and it's so tough and it's so so sad But I really do believe that it also is paired with a ton of relief. Not to say that that season isn't hard because we're going to get into that. It definitely is still hard and sad. But I just want to encourage anybody who's like considering the breakup and you're just like, I just can't do it. I'm just too scared. There's just like, I'm losing so much. If you can just have the conversation, it'll be so good. I remember this is, I don't know if I've told you this, but one of my friends, I literally broke up with um, this guy the night of my friend's wedding that I was in. Did you know this? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. I, like, had kind of set a date in mind. And I don't know if this is good or bad to, like, set a date for the breakup. But for me, it felt like it was the only way it was actually going to happen. So I was like, okay, by this date, if things aren't better, we just have to have the conversation and it's going to be over. And it just was, like, a way to keep me accountable. So I kind of think it's good. I think it kind of keeps you on track for it. But... Anyways, it got to that date, and I don't know why I picked the same date as my friend's wedding. That was kind of silly of me, but and maybe I didn't know at the time. Anyway, um, I remember getting ready for the wedding. Everybody was, like, in the best mood ever, of course, and I was trying so hard to be joyful and, like, to celebrate, but gosh, inside I was just, like, crumbling, and I was actually, he drove me back home after the wedding. I was like in a full on bridesmaid's gown (laughs) and we were sitting in the car outside of his house. And I just remember the Lord was like, okay, like 
you know, we are going to do this together. And I really do want to speak to that too. Like you are doing it with somebody. You aren't alone in it. Like you're doing it right next to your father and he's there all along. And I felt that in the car. I was like, okay, we're going to do this. Like this is what I really feel you calling me to do or I'm just going to step in obedience in this. And so, yeah, we had the conversation in the car and it was so sad and so hard. But I remember the second he walked out of the car, I was like, gosh, like, there was a sense of relief in the whole drive home just because so much was built up, so much fear. And I think any time that you actually are stepping in obedience to what God's telling you to do, it will be paired with a lot of, like, relief. You'll be proud of yourself. You'll feel stronger after that. And so, yeah, um, if this is speaking to you, I definitely just want to encourage you and empower you to just have the conversation um, and just do your best in it. I know it's a hard conversation to have, and on either side, there's really no good way to do it. I think that I talked to a lot of women who just recently have gone through breakups, and they dwell on that conversation for so long. They're like, it was just so rude the way he did it, or the things he said, or... And they just like are holding on to this one moment in this conversation for so long. And honestly, you just got to let it go and realize like there really is no right way to do it, to say it. And you, you can move on from there. But yeah, babe, I would love to hear what that conversation actually looked like for you. Um, if it yeah. was hard, easy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like mine was kind of like a two-part breakup, <laughs> which makes it the worst, I feel like. Yeah. Because mine was kind of like initially because my... Uh, girlfriend at the time was like studying abroad and then found out she had just been partying and had cheated on me kind of from her so then that was that like first conversation and that was just like tragic like just very emotional very emotional very like exhausting just like traumatic you know like overall but then there was kind of like this period that we broke up and then like we got back together for like three months it was like maybe like a three or four month period that we had broken up and then we got back together and then we dated for another like three months or something like that like another like three months stint and so that second conversation i feel like was more so like the final it was the true final breakup conversation and yeah i just feel like in that i feel like leading up to that conversation is kind of you know i think for me at least that was like a period for me to kind of reassess where I was at and then also just like hearing from getting input from people I trust. And so, you know, I got a lot of great input from my parents and my family first and foremost. That's where I highly recommend you always go first because they have your back. They know you, they have, you know, greater context for your life. Uh, And then also your friends. Right. And so, but I feel like one thing during that conversation is just kind of around, you know, not like pointing fingers as much as just pointing out that, you know, it's not a great fit. Like Mm. just because you guys aren't a great fit for each other doesn't mean that there's a bad guy and that there's a good guy, you know? And so I think that's really important to remember because I think it's, you know, easy to use to weaponize your emotions in that conversation And, you know, I could easily use, you know, the things that she did to me or whatever. But at the end of the day, it wasn't actually that. That was actually just, like, the thing that kind of kicked off the breakup ultimately. And really the core issue or the core problem in the relationship was just that we wanted two different lives. And we just had different values. And that's, like, perfectly okay. And I think that can kind of help the conversation 
move forward and kind of just show that there is um, that separation between you and that kind of kind of help kick off that conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I feel like that conversation was pretty, yeah, like you said, it was like very relieving and I felt like there was like a weight off my shoulders and it was yeah. the right thing to do. Yeah. And, um, and I think back to the friends thing, I think that it's also important not to include every person like you don't want to include like 10 people in on this conversation this is like something that you're like listening to kind of like your core people not like everyone at your school should know about this and so I don't know that's just like one thing I felt like was kind of helpful was just like kind of having that those conversations in isolation with those core people yeah that's good that's really important i think to get wise counsel and not over talk it with your girlfriends i was just talking to a girl i was just talking to abby about this on a walk recently she was like trying to figure out if she like wanted to keep going with this guy or whatever and she was like all my friends i've talked to about it with this group and then they think this and this group about this and i'm like you need to stop talking to people about it and just like yeah, pick your couple good, loyal, trustworthy friends, obviously your prayer life, and just stick with that because um, I think we just often let other people's opinions sway us so much. But I have a question for you. What was your relationship with the Lord like in this season? Were you mad at God and upset with him just that you had to go through this? Hmm, That's a good question. I feel like I was pretty angry in that season i just i don't know if it was that was actually angry at god necessarily though i just felt like the situation i was frustrated at but yeah i felt like in that season um i mean it was so long ago it's kind of hard to recall (laughs) of where i was at Uh, which is Uh, cool you we're gonna talk about that in a second how you kind of do forget about it yeah you do (laughs) main point here you forget about it (laughs) (laughs) there's hope for you you might forget about this um but yeah i think that my relationship with the lord was important in that and just like yeah my quiet time and just like i think also like with your relationship with the Lord is also just like a period of grieving that relationship after it ends. And so I think that's something that like really more so I feel like I learned about through that was just like, you know, it talks about, you know, like, you know, the time between Jesus, you know, dying and when he was resurrected those three days, it's like, that is, that was like a season of grieving and it's just biblical. Right. And so I think that, you know, with breakups and with the loss of relationship, it really feels like someone's dying and leaving your life. Like, like I've actually heard that I I went through therapy actually after that season and they were talking about how some of these breakups, like literally has the same like chemical reaction in your brain as like someone dying. And so I think that, you know, I was making light of breakups a second ago, but that you'll forget about it. But I think that it really does have, um, there will be a season of grieving yeah. post that relationship, but that's a healthy thing. And that's actually going to help you move forward after that season. And so I think yeah. that God is with you in all of that. Yeah, that's so good. Okay. Yeah. I want to speak to that a little bit of just that season of grieving. Cause I definitely had that too. And I think that a lot of us are afraid of grieving when actually, Grief brings us a lot of growth and 
um, strengthens our faith in so many ways. And I found that to be really true in my season. But we we want to run away from it. And I think it's then that a lot of girls will, and guys or whatever, just start like, it's the rebound, right? It's like the next guy that they jump to to feel better. And if not that, they just start texting that person again. And then they all of a sudden are texting now after the breakup and they have to have a million more conversations and the healing process just drags on. And so what I want to speak to here is a really challenging thing, but that's to just be disciplined and not reaching out to the person after the breakup because um, it just prolongs the healing um, and to not be afraid of grieving. Um, really, I remember probably for, I mean, it, it took mo- probably months and months, like that whole next year was just like tough in so many different ways, but particularly probably like two months that were really, really tough. Um, Just like I could, I couldn't like, I remember going out to coffee with friends who got boyfriends and I was just like, couldn't even barely engage in the conversation. I was not excited for anybody. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) wanted to be, it was like this wrestling in my spirit that was just like so tough. And I felt like any feedback I got, like I remember once my mom was like, it's okay, like maybe in a couple years you'll be able to talk to him again. And that felt like so devastating. I was like, a couple years? Like, what do you mean? I want to talk to him now. Like almost anybody and everybody's feedback sounded like terrible, awful. (laughs) I was like, I don't even know. So, but I remember in that season, like, like being so disciplined to not to not reach out and to just stay focused on what God called me to do. Um, and when I was tempted to text him, I literally like would go on walks and like get out of that headspace. I would call a friend. Um, I would go to a workout class and take care of myself and get healthy again or focusing on things like that. I think also it's important in this season to – to keep yourself busy and not in like a not in like I'm I'm stopping or I'm like trying not to grieve and I'm going to distract myself from the grief but in a way that like you still experience joys like planning a trip with your girlfriends or just going on little coffee dates with Jesus that you love going to your favorite places um making plans scheduling out your week like things like that that can keep you on track um so that you don't get to the point of like total boredom and then you're like desperate to text him and reach out again so um, yeah, but I just want to empower you. Like, I know it's scary and I know it's tough, but grief is like a really, really beautiful thing. So sit in it for a second and embrace it and go to Jesus and let him build some deeper intimacy in you. And I look back on that, those couple months, that whole year, it seriously built my character, built confidence in my identity, helped me realize what I want and what I don't want. It built community and so many different things. So yeah, I want to hear from you, though. You said you went to counseling. Tell me more. What do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So was that a decision you decided to make because things were just so tough? Or? Yeah, it was kind of like more of that first half of the breakup when I got like cheated on. That was like more so when I was going to counseling more yeah. heavily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just felt like, I mean, back to the grieving thing, I just felt like, well, one of the reasons I think I ended up actually going back a second time for therapy was because I realized that I didn't fully grieve that season. So, like, when you're oh. talking about how important it is to, like, schedule things out, I totally agree. Yeah. But I will also say 
on the flip side of that is like if you don't grieve it fully then it's kind of like pushing you know like a volleyball and trying to putting that like underwater and it like keeps popping up yeah totally you know and so for me it was like I was it was so funny it's kind of funny looking back at it but like I was like sitting at work and I was just so sad at work and I was like I had like all these emotions inside me that like I felt like so sad and depressed and like miss this girl so much you know and I was like why do I feel this way like I should be so happy right now like I'm doing all these cool amazing things in town and uh and I realized that part of it was because I didn't fully grieve the relationship and so yeah I think that was just one content bit that I learned. And I definitely think that, like, like moving on, like, kind of filling your life with amazing people, you mm-hmm. know, investing in your relationship with the Lord, um, kind of exploring what your interests are and kind of, like, rediscovering yeah. who you are outside of that relationship is super, super important. And, yeah, just, like, I think both and are important. Yeah, that's right. What do you think about the balance of, like, staying busy but then also grieving? Yeah, I think, like, I don't know, I think it's just, I one of the things I learned in that season was just asking the question, what do I need right yeah. now? And I think that helped me a lot. It's like, what do I need right now? Do I really need to be super busy yeah. or do I need to be, in a lo- be alone in a room crying <laughs> and journaling, you know, that kind of thing? Yeah. And so I think that uh, just asking that question and, and kind of, you know, understanding where you're at and... And then also understanding, you know, when you need to start moving forward. Yeah, that's right. That's so good. Okay, so then how will, I don't know, a couple months go by, a year goes by. I know a year probably sounds super long in that season. So really, I really do believe. I feel like after a couple months I was like, oh, okay, like, okay, we're getting, we can like do other people. I'm feeling a little bit better. And that's really the next thing you want to speak to is like you might not believe it right now might feel like you lost everything and that you're never going to find someone better or you've wasted so much time or you feel so far behind. Those are things I felt the whole way through. But the truth was that after a couple months, I started to realize that like life on the other side of obedience in this way without him closer to Jesus was actually so much better. And this was before I met Josh. It was before I had any guy interests at all. Um, and yeah, I just found like when that is cleared, when that like tough, probably like, probably like, yeah, heavy relationship is removed, you're going to experience like, you're going to be enlightened. Like you'll be enlightened with like the friends that come into your life. I remember like some friends that I prayed for that are some of my best friends now, like start, I started to hang out with them. Um, my community started to build. Uh, my time with Jesus was better. I mean, during the breakup, in the hardest parts of our relationship, like my time with Jesus felt so dry. It felt like so hard. I honestly felt like the only thing I did with Jesus during like the eight, eight months of the last eight month eight months of the relationship was like journal about the guy and if I should be with him or not. And it just was like mm-hmm. eating me away. Dear diary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dear diary. Should I break up with him or should I not? <laughs> Jesus is just like please (laughs) anyways so I really did feel like it was like a huge weight was lifted where I could feel him deeper I could hear him more clearly Um, because when all these questions are gone when all these things that you're wrestling with are gone like that's what opens up in your life I also think there's better opportunity you start to create a better lifestyle with for yourself um 
And yeah, you can just grow so that your future spouse, someone even better, can come into your life. Um, and yeah, so I just wanted to speak to that. Obviously, what for you, Josh, how long was it until you met me, I guess? I was your next girlfriend, right? Yeah. Okay, so how long did, was that? Um, maybe like t- two years, two yeah, and a half like years. two years. It was like two yeah. years for me. So that season for me, I know, was a season where like I didn't have a guy in my life. I was free of that situation. And like I got to build my career. I got to rebuild my community. I got to invest in things I really loved. Um, and... Then when I met you, I felt like I was in like such a better place. And when I look back in hindsight, and (laughs) this is why it is funny, and I feel like where we can laugh, it just is like you do forget about it all. And like what was once so hard is replaced with something so much better, someone that God had so perfectly designed for you. That like you forget about it all and that breakup, those two years were like so worth it, every part of it. Mm-hmm. So I would love for you to speak to that. Like in hindsight, like this breakup, how did it like set you up to something better? Well, you're the something better. That's obviously. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy, softball toss. Um <laughs> but yeah, I feel like what how to do something better i think for one it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like something like in business too that i've learned is like if you ever like have someone leave a position like usually the next person that fills yeah. that position is a lot better cuz you learn like what's a good fit and what's not and it's like kind of the same goes for yeah. your personal relationships right and so i don't know i just think through that season you just like a you kind of learned what you liked what you didn't like from that previous relationship and then also through exploring your own interests and kind of discovering um, just like yourself, like who are you and like what do you like to be a part of? I think that like that's a big season of identity for me. Um, For me, it was like kind of diving deeper into business stuff, becoming more entrepreneurial. um, Yeah. Yeah. And like even just like even the way I dressed and like the way I carried myself was just like different than it was when I was dating that person. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that it's really just, like, learning what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. Um, and that kind of, like, opens your eyes to the future. Yeah, I agree. I so agree. It's, like, so sweet in hindsight, like, just realizing that God really does have your back in this. And, like, he's not going to – you're not ending this thing for someone a little less than that guy. Like, he's not going to call you to break up with a guy just so that you end up with a guy, like, not as great. Like, he's going to, like – he is someone so much better than you could ever imagine right now. Um, and in your heartbreak, you can, like, be sure of that promise. And even without that, like, your life is going to be better with Jesus. And so that's even worth it. Um, the things he's going to bring about, the promises he's going to fulfill, the passions he instills. When that person is gone, when that like tough situation is out of your life, he will restore so many broken pieces and places. And so I'm just excited for you in that and have patience in the process because it does take time. Um, but it's beautiful time and it's time that builds so much strength and so much courage in your heart. But babe, as we wrap this up, is there any last thing for the girl sitting there? Who's like, 
Oh my gosh. This is just so tough right now. I, you know, he just broke up with me. Maybe she went through where he cheated on her and like she just feels devastated and crushed and trying to rebuild her life. Like, what do you want to speak to her? What would you say to her? What like did you learn that could um, empower her in her season? Yeah, that's a good question. I I just think that, you know, uh, if you can zoom out a little bit and like look at your life in kind of a larger timeline, just knowing that, you know, it's all going to be okay. Like even yeah. <laughs> as we were talking here, we were talking about how we kind of forgot like some of some aspects of like these difficult seasons that at the time seemed like our, our entire world. And so I think when yeah. life is difficult, I think that's those are kind of the moments that you need to realize that uh, life is long. Yeah. And that um, there's going to be more life for you. And so I think, yeah. you know, on the other side, if you're in a great season, realize that life is short and that, you know, take advantage of every moment that you have. That is good, babe. I love that. <laughs> that <laughs> life you. is long. It is so true. We were just saying that today, actually. We went to the park hanging out. And we were just talking about, like, this pressure we put on ourselves, like, to build our careers. And for Josh, he, like, wants to, like, make a lot of money, like, tomorrow in his business <laughs> or whatever. And, yeah, it's just, like, gosh, we have so much time. And, like, if we could just, like, be a bit more patient in it um, and have more peace in it. And, yeah, for you and your season, like, you have time and there's yeah just being patient in the process and time does heal things and something better is going to come along and honestly for most of you it sounds like you've gotten through the hardest part which is the conversation so now you can rest knowing that god has a plan and a purpose in this season and it's going to get so much better so mm-hmm. i love that babe wow we did it we recorded a podcast episode we did it and we rehashed the breakups <laughs> And now we're together. What a testament (laughs) to a step of obedience. Oh, my goodness. Now we have each other. That's right. So cute. (laughs) Okay. Well, you guys, for the girl fam, we love you so much. We are praying for you. We are here for you. Um, We hope that we can be a friend that you might need most in this season. So reach out to us, DM us. Seriously, I would love to speak a word of encouragement over you if you are in the middle of a breakup. And definitely if you are like considering a breakup, I want to empower you in that and share a little bit more wisdom there. So DM us. Um, We would love, uh, or I would love, Josh isn't going to probably be responding, but I would love to talk to you through it. But we (laughs) love you guys and we will talk to you soon. Bye. See ya.